Okay, so this is our first podcast, right? Mm-hmm. The show? The show? The or first one that will ever be posted. We've <laughs> <laughs> done this, like, I don't even know how many times. I keep losing it. I keep, like, exiting out and my computer dies. And, like, I lose the audio. But it's like, we're new at this, so it, it's, it's an exception. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta give us a little break. So, yeah. Um, so our first ever. So, let's introduce why this project was started okay okay. so well i wanted to do a podcast but i didn't know what i wanted to do it on and i was like do i want to do true crime do i want to do like mental health do i want to do like reading like i didn't know what to do and then sophia was like we should do like our project together and like do a true crime thingy and i was like oh that would be dope and thus began the Crime Candy Podcast. With a K. <laughs> that was my idea. <laughs> she was like, can we just do this with a K? She was like, candy with a K? Yeah. I was like, can we do crime with a K too? She's like, um, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but it all came together in the end. And we also have a website. Yes. It's, um. You don't even know our website. It's with wigs. It's like crimecandy.wakes.com something like that I don't know I don't know the link will be in the thingy yeah you can find it if you want if you try hard enough you'll find it yeah (laughs) (laughs) might take you a few hours it might take you a couple hours I don't know it just um the the website just says things about our upcoming podcasts and reminders reminders and and you can subscribe yeah like where you can find the different where you can find the podcasts (laughs) I keep getting summoning closer because I apparently y'all can't hear me. Even though she talks really loud. Apparently. Apparently. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh. But yeah. <laughs> 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 we leave that in. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a little Why weird. Why are we doing this again? What is this for? Oh, um, this is our 20-time project. This is for our high school English teacher, Mr. Watson. Shout out to Mr. Watson. He's a G. He's a for show G. Um, He's what inspired us to do our podcast and the motivation that we need. We do it in class every Friday. Um, Except for days like this. Yeah, where we record. No, what's what's today? Monday. Yeah. So I feel like I feel like I can go home and take a fattest nap. We're just like we're slacking, so we're, we're slacking. not doing it on Friday. We're doing so it like, on Monday. This is like the fourth month of our twenty pound project. <laughs> we have yet to post <laughs> anything. It's like, we're new at this. Okay, we've never done that. We've tried so many. We're gonna different... post like one podcast, and then we're gonna have to do like our final project. <laughs> <laughs> we've done like okay, so. Yes, this is our first podcast, like, being posted, but... 
We have many in the works. Right. So we're just going to, like, spam post. But we've also, we've been through so many different um, recording sites. And, like, none so of them So many different worked. websites yeah, that like, don't work. Like, so they won't save it. apps that'll, like, record, like, so many different things. And they just... <laughs> Katie popping her nose. <laughs> they just don't work for some reason. I don't know why. Nothing works. I don't know why. Oh, fun fact for those of you who don't know, my mom thinks I have rheumatoid arthritis. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so, if I stop moving at any point, just don't quote me on that. So, apparently, it, you like, your joints get so bad that, that you can't move. So, you just freeze up like a stone. And I'm like, that's kind of dope. <laughs> I kind of want that. And let's take a moment to talk about how our introduction came about. Because... <laughs> It like, okay, we were just messing around. Testing, <laughs> testing. <laughs> testing to see. I was bored. We were playing with GarageBand, and we, we were making sure the mic was good. And so our introduction came about, our intro music. We, we might, like, edit that in here, like, right now. Nope. Yeah. So, like, so, like, three, two, one. <laughs> Yeah, that's and then I guess we're gonna back. be the outro. <laughs> oh my gosh, that should be the outro. That's kind of dope. <laughs> we had the intro and outro on the first podcast. Bang, bang, bang. Did y'all hear my stomach? I wonder if they can hear that. I, mean, I, I can't say I'm hungry because I ate like everybody's food at lunch today. But I'm. Yeah, should we go to lunch? We have first lunch. Comes to Mr. Watson's class in fifth period. Do you have any food? Did you bring any gummies? Do you have any nutty buddies? She's a fiend for food. I'm so hungry all the time. And the problem is I have bad stomach problems, so it never ends well with me. Okay, so let's get on. rambling. Yeah. So let's just get into the first case, which I hope that was still recording, which is the disappearance of Jessica Lunsford. Because this is where I disappear, so y'all have fun with Sophia. Have you ever, have you ever heard of the disappearance of Jessica? No. Jessica. I used to have a babysitter named Jessica. She hated me. Oh. Okay. Um, that's nice. Can you I guess. That? Okay. But on a serious note, let's get into the podcast. So our case takes place in Homosaw Springs, Florida in two thousand five when nine year old Jessica Lunsford seemed to have disappeared into thin air from her own bedroom. I know it's a Big mystery. (laughs) So, Jessica lived in a mobile home with her mom and dad, Angela Bryant and Mark Lunsford. So, I I guess they were never married. Either that or they divorced. Or they divorced. She just never... Well, I I, I think they lived together. I'm pretty sure that's what it said. They lived together. Maybe, like, it was one of those things where she just didn't want to change her name. Yeah. Just didn't want to change her name. Anyway, so... And with, um... Mark's mother, which would be Jessica's grandmother, Ruth Lunsford. On the night of February 24th, Jessica kissed her grandmother goodnight before saying her prayers. When the next morning rolled around and Jessica's alarm went off without any end to it, Mark went to his daughter's undisturbed bedroom, finding it completely empty. After calling the sheriff's office, Mark drove around town, calling out for his little girl to come home. Deputies, helicopters, bloodhounds, and a mounted posse combed everywhere. In the days that followed, the FBI and the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children got involved and helped the sheriffs and the Lunsfords in their investigation. 
A nationwide children missing alert was issued, which described Jessica as 4 foot 11 inches with brown hair and brown eyes. After the alert was sent out and more and more people gathered to help the Lunsfords in their in their search for their daughter. The Lunsford's neighbor, Alvin Harris, also happened to join them and brought along his dog in hopes of catching a scent. Now keep in mind the name Alvin Harris. Is he going to be the killer? That's what I thought. Like when I was researching, that's what I thought. Okay. A dive team was also gathered and sent to search nearby bodies of water, but their primary focus was on the wooded areas surrounding the home. Mark, Jessica's father, made a public speech in which he said, I want my daughter home. If there's anything anyone knows, there are a lot of numbers you can call. Help me find my daughter and bring her home. The first lead came in on February 27th, just three days after Jessica went missing, when investigators released a surveillance photo of a man with two children that was taken just hours before Jessica vanished. The Lunsfords protested that the child in the picture didn't look like Jessica, but investigators released the picture anyway. The man in question came forward and was interrogated, but ruled out as a suspect in this particular case. Which means that he was involved in a different case, right? Yeah, I guess they wouldn't say ruled out in this particular case. If it wasn't. That's why I want to know, like, whose case was it? Right. We're going to have to go back through that sometime and look. And, like, if... And my thing is, is if the Lunsfords said, told the police that it wasn't their child, why would they release pictures to the public anyway? Yeah, because that just makes it a little more confusing to try and find a child. Exactly. It just makes it more difficult. Volunteers from local neighborhoods, businesses, and organizations gathered at the Lunsford's church each day to search areas for any signs of Jessica. Homosassa residents and former Atlanta Braves pitcher Mike Hampton even offered a $25,000 reward to help find Jessica, who was also his son's classmate. More donors would chip in, bringing the reward up to $115,000. Ruth Lunsford said she was in shock as hundreds searched for her granddaughter. While some thought Jessica had simply run away, her family knew Jessica would never do that. Which makes sense. Because yeah, this little nine-year-old nine girl... Old, I mean. She's not just going to up and run Nobody away. thinks about running away at a nine, at the age nine-year-old. And if they do, they get scared the second they get outside without their mommy. Exactly. And, like, there was no... There was no alternate reason. Like There was no evidence anything. of a bad home life. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. It doesn't really make sense at all. So it's odd that that was even brought up. Brought up. Mark made another public statement saying, I don't care who you are. Drop her off at the corner. Call me. I'll come get her. She belongs at home. America's Most Wanted also did several TV segments airing Jessica's disappearance. The U.S. Postal Service teamed up with the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children to distribute Deliver Me Home flyers, and more than 100,000 flyers featuring Jessica's face were distributed. Now, if you think about it, at this point in time, it's like putting her face on a milk carton yeah, for this time true. period. I think it was like 2005. Yeah, 2005. Which, 2005. yeah. Which, I mean, we had technology, but not that great technology. Right, they still had flip phones. They like they didn't have a, a phone that we have holding in our hands right now. Right. Then a name surfaced on March 16th. John Evander Cooey? Cowie? I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. I'm not even going to say it. 
His, ni- his name brought attention to the police because it had been tossed around in a few times in interviews that just didn't make sense, didn't add up. John, at the time, was 46 years old and lived near the Lunsfords, right down the street. Hmm. Ruth said they were surprised when his name was brought up to the family as they have never even spoken to him. Now, here's what's crazy. John had been a sex offender dating back to the 1970s. April? Yeah. Like, you're not messing with me right now? No. So, don't you think it's kind of strange that he wasn't the first person to... Be investigated? Be investigated. Yeah, and the fact that they didn't know that he was a, um ex... What was it? A rapist? Sex offender? Sex offender. So, I mean, the police obviously knew... Yeah, but why didn't they think about it? Like, exactly. why didn't they tell anybody? Why, why didn't they question him first? Why was it his name? Why wasn't also, his name brought up sooner? It didn't say that they had just moved there, so I'm right. assuming they'd been there for a while. And so, if this man had been their neighbor for a while, then he had to have been planning it. Exactly. So that's and, like extra weird. And if the police had, you know, like really, really done their job, don't you think they would have found her alive sooner? Yeah, probably. Yeah, she probably would have actually been alive when they found her. Um, so, John left Tomasasa knowing detectives wanted to question him about Jessica's disappearance. But when police never chased him out of town, he boldly returned, and that's when everything unraveled. Mm-hmm. John had explained he kidnapped Jessica from her room and held her captive, where he proceeded to rape her. After he confessed, Jessica's body was found under X amount of feet of dirt after being buried alive. Mm-hmm. Jessica Lunsford was brought home and peacefully laid to rest. That's so sad. That's like really like... It's heartbreaking. It is heartbreaking. Like imagine being this nine-year-old little girl being buried alive. Mm-hmm. It's like... Terrifying. Sorry, I'm tired. It's like, like, I don't know, like, I couldn't imagine being that young and, like, having that feeling of, like, your mouth being filled with dirt and your eyes and your nose and, like, as you, like, gasp for like, oh. Yeah. It disgusts me. Okay. Okay, so, I guess that wraps up the first podcast. Make sure to check out our website for updates and our Spotify, you know. And our address. <laughs> yeah. And our dogs. John our dogs always know. Come back Violet to and Buster. That wraps up the first episode. If we don't have to redo it again. Yeah. But hopefully you enjoyed listening to this case. As we awkwardly close out our first podcast. We'll get better as time goes on. Hopefully. The first outro was a lot better than this one. We had to redo this one again. And again. And again. And again. It's really bad. And we still have like an outro song thingy, so now I'm going to have to go do that. Also, I hope y'all guys like that intro. Yeah. I put that background music together, thank you very much. I thought that was pretty dope in those weird sounds. I was going to burp in the microphone if I was a little bad. I never really need to burp. <laughs> we should put, like, a beware headphone users in the beginning. Like, yeah. disclaimer, if you're wearing headphones, turn the volume down. Take them off. Outro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. <laughs>
Yeah, we'll we'll put it, we'll leave it in here, and then I'll put it in the outro. Yeah, a little something special for y'all. Yeah, y'all OG listeners, all two of you. Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Watson and Miss Lacey. <laughs> I guess that's it. I really don't know what else to say. Bye, y'all. Mm-hmm.